this is Chris from the Ticket Stub. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. I just need your body, baby. From dusk till dawn. You don't need experience to turn me out. You just leave it all up to me. I'll show you what it's all about. You don't have to be rich to be my girl. You don't have to be cool to rule my world. Good morning, Montgomery County. 902 Mornings of Lone Star. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Sitting here in the studio broadcasting live from downtown Conroe, Texas on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and of course, worldwide at IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. We're still trying to fix our YouTube issue and hopefully have it all wrapped up over the weekend. So just give you a heads up, keep track of us on social media. We're here every weekday morning from 9 to 11 a.m., Special guests coming our way today. We got a little bit of update on the Conroe Art League. I think they have a trunk show. Yes. Coming. Uh, actually, it's already what is open. That? What, uh, do what you they, know what a trunk show is? Because I honestly don't know. Well, I think there's different versions. My, I think what the Conroe Art League's doing. We'll find out actually what they're doing mm-hmm. later. And uh, what it is is they get all the artists who make items like jewelry. In this case, jewelry and everything, and they're selling them. So I think this Friday is the open house where you get to meet the artists. But then for like a week or whatever time period they have set is you can go there and buy local art, uh, jewelry and things, craft, handcrafted from local artists here. Awesome. So I think that's what a trunk show is. It's more of like it's an impromptu. They don't have a store, a brick and mortar store. It's more of like oh, use your trunk. So it's not an elephant thing. Okay. Now, you know how people used to sell CDs out of their trunks? Oh, that kind of trunk. Okay, I got it. So, oh, so I think, so I think are, that's what it art. is. Yeah, I think okay. that's what it is. That's all you had to say, bootleg art. And then we got uh, Nathan Arizadi coming in. He's going to do a fair wrap-up, uh, and he's going to bring several people in and I, no, talk about No, I think it'll that. be a good wrap-up. So, oh, yeah. Skippy's <laughs> 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 uh, had his Conroe coffee this go. morning. I know. Me, I, just, I was actually thinking about it the whole drive up here. But, uh, yeah, so we have those guests coming in, so stick around for that. Uh, you know, before we get into the mix of it, Let's look at some weather and traffic for the Montgomery County area. 76 degrees outside. Chance of rain today is around 1%, even though it looks like it's going to rain, right? It's going to be severely cloudy throughout the day. And uh, high today is going to be 87, low is going to be 68. Uh, We are expecting some rain tomorrow. Uh, It's going to be warm towards the night, though. So Friday night, we expect about 55% chance of rain for the start of the weekend. If you're uh, driving around Montgomery County, uh, there has been several accidents reported on I-45 northbound. Guess where? Rayford Sawdust. Yes. Uh, what always, is up with that? Always. So you're pretty much backed up past uh, Wet n' Wild Splashtown if you're heading northbound uh, right there. But you're clear right actually after Rayford. So it's right there by Highway 99 and I-45 northbound. Other than that, everything looking good. Everything looking good. Everything looking good, man. Um uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> so we do want to say a couple of events that are happening today that uh, you probably need to know about. First Thursday free concert series is happening today with Travis Linville, Linville and Folk Family Revival. Uh, and then that also coincides with the Farmer's Market at Heritage Place. Uh, so if you 
have plenty to do today, and I meant free time. You can come down at 4 p.m., starting at 4 p.m., grab some Connor coffee, head over to Heritage Place for the Farmer's Market, and then you can stick around for the first Thursday concert series. So uh, that's going to be a good thing, right? It's going to be a very good thing. So, And, of course, tomorrow. Uh, you need to play like the 2001 theme. Well, no, we need to focus our time on one thing at a time. Okay, okay. so tomorrow it's Kiss Me, Kate. We already gave tickets away. We already did all that in the pre. Like We've already done it for the past three days, man. Today's, but it's so good. Is it? It is. It is? It is. Oh, you're just saying that because you're the director. And yes, I am. You're the puppet master, and you're trying to make everything look Pulls good. Pulls the strings. So, <laughs> yes, I am. But, uh, yeah, so we have Kiss Me, Kate this weekend. We have the Antique Festival in Montgomery. And then, of course, we have Cinco de Mayo. And, uh, yeah, so there's a lot of stuff going on. When I say Cinco de Mayo, I mean, like, I don't think there's really a specific party besides in spring. But uh, you can celebrate your own Cinco de Mayo. Right. And there's some great venues around town with some local music going on. Um, why, tonight, we got Buck Yeager at Red Brick Tavern, John Stork at Pacific Yard House, uh, and, of course, the the first Thursday, Thursday concert. Tomorrow, we got Mason Lively at the Pacific Yard House, Tyler Cannon at the Corner Pub, Kiss Me Kate, of course, and then on the 5th, Saturday the 5th, we got Little Outfit at the Red Brick Tavern. Johnny and the Spensations at the Pacific Yard House. I heard the, have you heard them play? Who? Johnny and the Spensations? No. They're pretty good. They do kind of like, you know, the rockabilly, the uh, uh, uh oh, who are they? The Stray Cats. Brian Setzer kind of. Sorry, I don't know. What you're okay, about. before your time. And the Lion at the Corner Pub. Also on the 5th, there will be an artist reception at Madeleine Gal- uh, Gallery. And finally on the 6th, the Jim Sloan Trio at Red Brick Tavern. So lots of great music, stuff going music on. Music and events. Whew, man, yeah. Dead air. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm a little tired. Well, d- d- well, explain, Dick. Why are you tired? Well, Holly, uh, if you don't know about the rat problem, it's continuing, and just so, throw people in real quick. There was a rat. There was well infestation, as she likes to call it, at her place in Houston. So I've been trying to deal with her being up here, and we're looking at places, and we applied to a place. So hopefully that works out. And uh, but on top of that, she leaves for work at like at four thirty since the drive. Mm-hmm. And there was, it was one of those mornings where she, she woke up, came and asked me if I if you know like, hey, where are my keys? And I'm like, didn't we have this conversation the night before? I literally like put her keys in her purse. I was like, here's your stuff, so you can here's your stuff. And then she came, she left, came back. Hey, can you move your car? I'm like, oh, okay, I move my car. I get back to sleep. Get, she comes back. Hey, can you get the gate? Oh, my gosh. Just let me sleep. And then, like, she goes back out, and then she goes, hey, what's the gate thing to get out of here? Like, what's the— The code. The code. And I was like, oh, I just want to go sleep. <laughs> so it's like—what was crazy, though, is in between each thing, I feel like I fell back asleep. You know oh, what I'm talking sure. about? You know, sometimes you can actually cram in a lot of—in uh, that, that eight minutes that your snooze alarm gets you. Sometimes I can go, like, right back to sleep and, and be dreaming again in that eight minutes. Yeah. And that's how—but now I'm like, I feel like I didn't sleep at all. Yeah. But uh, outside of that, I got Conroe Coffee, who's a sponsor of the show. So thank you, thank you, thank you. There was a funny story I wanted to tell you. I, w- I was reading about it yesterday. But let me, like, get the full facts. The city of Houston is doing adopt-a-drain program. Adopt-a-drain. A drain. A drain. And what I don't know if that means a uh, like they rename the drain on physical things. <laughs> you mean like? But the nickname <laughs> battle is, is happening. So you can imagine how many drains there are in – you know, in Houston, and the names are just getting like 
offensive. So this is like my bathroom drain. This is like the big ones. These in are the, the big ones culvert. in the city. So, like okay. uh, someone said, uh, <laughs> they named the one right by Toyota Center three sinker. So that was pretty funny for the basketball. Uh, <laughs> one of them, one of them was called Mass Hole, and uh, it's draining men. <laughs> Sir drains a lot. Oh, these are great. And uh, you can actually adopt them, but really what you do is you sign up and you clean the drain. You're like, for four times a year, you go around cleaning the drain. And there's plenty, uh, just type in Houston, uh, City of Houston, adopt a drain program, and you can see what people are talking about. And a lot of people are putting their business names on it and things like that, but some of them, like one, one's called Suck, and uh, one one is literal P-E-N-1-S. So you can imagine what that spells if you are a typer on the phone. Uh, P-E-N-1-S. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Okay, you. just making sure. Thankfully, I've had my Conroe coffee too, so I'm keeping up with you on this one. <laughs> one of them is Billy Corgan from REM. Is that REM guy? Is that Billy Corgan or is that from Smashing no, Pumpkins? Uh, no, Billy Corgan. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins, I think. Cause okay. I'm thinking Billy Joe, what's his name from uh, uh, Green Day? Okay. Yeah, but you can just like you can look around and see uh, SS drain of bad ideas. There's a, the the pooping drain, and then I mean there's just and I think what's going to happen is if you donate enough money, they rename the drain like they put it on the drain. Now, Dick, you have talked about this in the past. The danger of opening the naming of uh, basically putting the uh, the fate in the hands of the mass populace. You know, like the what was it, the TV commercial that you know is Mountain Dew. And it was like Hitler's favorite drink or something yeah. like that. And then you have uh, have this. Just, just Grandma's just, juice. Who who thought this? <laughs> well, well, you know, now I have to admit that this is. Be, if they hadn't gone this route, no one would have cared one iota about a drain. But people are actually going to be spending a lot of money on these drains. One, and, one has the word wall reported, like repeated like nine times. But I don't know. But see, the thing is, is to, to adopt it, you actually have to do it. Right, but so, I mean, it's getting people. I I think it's a great marketing plan. People are are actually jockeying for a position on this. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot more drains out there. Insane and a mem drain, that's pretty funny. But uh, oh, someone someone's writing on Facebook to us. That's right, and actually, I've got a correction. I mispronounced a word, and Skippy bad about that. It's the Madeley gala, uh, gallery. No, I said Madeley. Cool. It's well, it's important to know these things. Whatever. So thank you, listener, Whatever. for, for uh, yeah, thanks, correcting listener. my grammar. Thanks, listener. Making me put me him a in his Yeah, put me in my place. Put him in his place. Adopter Drain's going on in Houston. I thought that was kind of funny. That's hilarious. So I love that. If you have that. funny names, write to us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram if you want. And uh, We'll give you a ticket to something, maybe. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. You'll see Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, 9-12 right now. We'll be back. You are listening to Montgomery County's morning radio show, the best radio show ever, 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 besides the ticket sub, which is today, by the way. And what are you going to talk about? Movies. Awesome. Just the general cinema yeah. milieu. Well, I'm a, I saw the new Adam Sandler movie on Netflix with Chris Rock. I didn't even know there was well, one. Well, he, he signed a contract for like millions of dollars to make like six movies. And they're all different. From Netflix? For Netflix. Interesting. Yeah. So cool. they're listen. all horrible. Yeah, yeah. We'll be back. Morning, Jalinsar. Impress me. You can't be too Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. 
offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. You don't have to be rich to be my girl. You don't have to be cool to rule my world. Ain't no particular sign I'm more compatible with. I just want your extra time. Hello. Welcome back. Mornings with Lone Star. Yes, and just to confirm with Dick, this is not a joke song. Tom Jones. Rocks the joint. He's been singing since the 60s. He's been a heartthrob. Uh, he's still got groovies galore. I want to be. You know, he looks like now, though, he looks like one of those, like those uh, poor souls in Indiana Jones from the Raiders of the Lost Ark when he starts getting his life force sucked out. That's of right. But for, you know. He's still rocking the goatee. He's rocking it. And I tell you, but there's no Botox on this guy. Um, I've actually didn't know what Botox was. Botulism. Like I, I knew, I knew botulism because I saw the commercials for headaches and stuff. Mm -hmm. But then I started uh, Holly started talking to me about it, and I looked at pictures, and I was like, "So this is what the women, the Real Housewife people, like this is why they look that way." I, I thought it was just because they're like a certain heritage. No, 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 it's just, Botox. Yeah, and it was really confusing me because everyone looked the same. Yeah, with the, the lips. It used to be collagen in the I thought lips. there was a lot of inbreeding going on. I was like, I'm <laughs> well, really confused. Why are these a people? does not necessarily lead to B. I'm sure there is a lot of inbreeding going on there, but yeah. Welcome that, back, though. That's the Botox talking. So Cinco de Mayo is coming up. Do you do anything? Do we even know Do you know what Cinco de Mayo is for? I think it's 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 probably similar to like our Texas independence, right? Is that Am I getting close? Uh, if a listener knows, let us know on Facebook. I, I grew up overseas, so I know what Bastille Day is all about. But Cinco uh, de Mayo, not so much. So let us know. Educate, educate Dick and Skippy as to what Cinco de Mayo. Well, we're talking about culture, cultural appropriation. That's right. There's Man. actually a follow-up to that. Well, yeah, but like we were talking about earlier in the week about the young lady who wore a Chinese-style dress mm -hmm. and posted it to social media, and apparently, you know, those unknown social media people who you like to give a lot of credit to because we always talk about them. <laughs> uh, and, I, and I was thinking about Cinco de Mayo, and I was like, you know, you think a lot of people in this PC culture atmosphere are going to do anything about it? Because if I remember correctly, like – like college or something like that, we would make tacos or something. But that was just, we wouldn't have a party called like Cinco de Mayo party. Yeah, there will always be a subset when, you know, you celebrate something else. Uh, again, St. Patrick's Day seems to be free and clear of that. Everyone can celebrate that, and the Irish certainly don't care. So I don't see anyone getting bent out of shape over that. But with um, uh -oh. Cinco de Mayo. We got some suspects outside. Yeah, they look kind of shifty there. Yeah. Some, it looks like one is going to pull out a gun. Maybe. No, it's not. You can't say that kind of stuff. Okay, I can't. I'm joking, people. I'm joking. But no, hello, Tina, outside our studio. Deeply in conversation. Yeah. But anyhow, I did find out Cinco de Mayo is about an annual celebration held on May 5th, obviously. Yeah. Uh, the date is observed to commemorate the Mexican Army's difficult victory over the French Empire at the Battle of Puebla on May 5th, 1862, under the leadership of General Ignacio Zaragoza. And so that's what that's all about. But we were talking about oh, you know, the cultural appropriation. Uh, I think 99.8% of all cultures don't care if every, if every gringo wants to celebrate 
Cinco de Mayo. Hey, you know, we'll get sloshed on margaritas and overstuffed on tacos. And every Mexican food restaurant in town is going to just make their rent for the next three months as a result. Same thing, St. Patrick's Day. Every Irish pub, Molly's, McGonagall's, Mucky Duck. McGonagall's. Is that really a place? Yes, it is. Oh, great. Yeah. The, no one can. We don't care. Uh, the uh, I, I believe this Chinese dress gal, most of the, the heat she got were from Anglo girls because uh, Anglo guys wouldn't care. They'd actually be appreciating the dress. But here's the follow-up. Uh, the backlash, news of the backlash actually hit China. And so China has their own version of Twitter. And I'm trying to remember uh, how to pronounce it. But they're going to town on on her by saying, thank you. It's not racist. We appreciate your, uh, 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 oh, oh, golly, I lost the word. Your tribute kind of to our, your acknowledgement of our culture, your tribute to it. Of course, it's not, you're not stealing our culture. So these are coming from the people who should be offended. And I heard on the radio the other day, someone talking about Americans are just getting, some Americans are getting really good at being artificially offended. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, well, know, I also, I also think it's real momentum, though. If there's momentum being built around, say, like, uh, like for example, this story with the girl with the dress. Now, if it kept happening and incidents like this kept being an example one after another, the momentum would build and the harsher punishments would come out and the meaner the things would build. But, like, I think since everything's so, like, every month it's got to be one thing. So it's not as like people don't care, but I, I imagine like for example the uh, monuments and the statues that was a momentum pushing thing. Like it swept through the country, and everyone in their little municipalities are like, you know, we actually have a statue that was donated sixty years ago. We should we get rid of it? Let's put it on the agenda. And then like and everybody that was like the common news thing. Remember that we're reading local news yep. from local local. I'm talking like local local news mm -hmm. reports. Not CNN doesn't really care what the small town and watch you know watch a hatchie or whatever is doing, but we can look on their website for the channel channel ABC local affiliate and they talk about it. And somehow it's becoming bigger news opposed to what CNN. Well, was. yeah, it's I call it the, the flat earther thing. There aren't that many flat earthers in the world. But according to the media, they're everywhere. They're, they're in every town. They're in every neighborhood. Uh, no, people don't. The number of people who really believe the earth is flat is, is pretty, pretty darn low. Uh, by the way, just to, to let you know, so Weibo is the Chinese version of Twitter, and that's blowing up. So these are actual people in China. Now, of course, you say, well, can we yeah, verify but, these people? But with that, though, you, it just takes one Chinese person saying, you know what? I respect their choice, and I'm actually honored that they – I mean – because you're talking about the like you're weighing it out the opinion. Yeah, and, and it's more than just the numbers of well, we have 500 Anglo girls saying this and only 40 Chinese people. No, actually, I think the Chinese people get like 10 votes to one on this one because they're the ones who should be offended. Yeah, and it's like don't be offended for me, people. And yeah, just uh, I like that follow up. I like how the gal, the young lady, stuck to her gun. She got thrust in the limelight. She could have turned this around easily. Uh, but she said, no, I, I'm not backing down. I'm not apologizing. I did nothing wrong. People need to get over it. And it's just, a voice of just reason. Just like that drink. But the drink? Yeah, that drink contest. Remember Hitler didn't do anything wrong? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, this I is I can't believe Mountain Dew did that. Like I that, know. I still love that. I, I love the internet so much. Just put it in the fate of what the people. What would you name your drain? <laughs> <laughs> like, say you adopted a drain, you, you, you were going to clean it for four times a year, 
And then what would you do it? Uh, well, let's see. Just off the top of my head, there'd be Purple Drain. Yeah. Um, uh, it's not drain surgery. No, no, no. I See, I got to think. I can't be funny on demand. I got to think about it. What would you name your drain? The Brown Drain. <laughs> well, see, like, you know, what I'm interested in, like, uh, there was a report, and I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago, because I grew up in Houston, and one of, like, a Houston staple deal was the street names were uh, tiled on certain yes. streets, yeah, old school, uh-huh. and they're, they're tearing them all down. And there was a nonprofit project going, trying to preserve those tiles and put them in. Uh, the guy, first way he did was a part of a museum. He put them on as the curb stoppers. So, you know, you're pulling up to a parking spot. They had those curb stoppers. Well, he'd put the tile, blue tile names into those, like to repurpose them. Cool. And then he started building a wall with them. But uh, the drain could be the new thing the, for the new future, you know, insane in the in the mem drain. <laughs> so that would be pretty funny. Right? That's funny, right? It's very funny. This is, um, so I'll talk about follow-ups. Remember the uh, the Starbucks incident that happened a couple of weeks ago? Uh, you know, the, the black men were arrested and be, be it was something that escalated. And, of course, you know, lawsuits filed and everything. But check this out. So the two men uh, uh, who uh, they're arrested, it was a Philadelphia Starbucks last month, and, you know, protests all over racial buyers. They reached agreements with the coffee store chain in the city. Okay. So you say, okay, we won't sue you if you give us this. Do you know what they got? What? $1 each and $200,000, not for them, to go into uh, a nonprofit effort to encourage young entrepreneurs. Now, how do they follow up and make sure they donate that money? Uh, they've actually. Uh, Is that they, the city? Or who are they doing? Starbucks or city? Uh, the city. Uh, the, the men will work with the city and a nonprofit organization to develop criteria, review applications, and award the $200,000 grant. The grant will establish a pilot curriculum for public high school students to develop the skills necessary to pursue the dream of becoming entrepreneurs. So this is what these two young gentlemen came up with. I got to say hats off. This is something, you know, I'm reading every day. uh, This woman claims that uh, she got into it with a uh, uh, an American Airlines customer rep. And and. By her own admission, uh, he couldn't change something or change her ticket. So she went off on him, and she, by her own admission, she called him names and slammed down the phone. But then she said a strange text came to her phone that said, basically, how do you like the feel of my foot up your butt? But, <laughs> and so she complained that there was this guy, and then it happened like a couple of weeks later. She's demanding this full investigation. Well, then the investigation points out that the guy that she was talking to and I, Everybody else was accounted for. Yeah. The phone number doesn't go back to this guy or any of their employees. And they're one, you know, she's like, well, they should just apologize anyway. She's trying to gear up for a lawsuit and showing this phone that of a phone number that is basically no one can tell where it came from. So you, every day you get people looking for the payday for the I'm offended. I need to be apologized to these two gentlemen because I mean, this was an escalated thing. And yeah, both sides could have handled it better, but it was what it was. You know, the whole Philadelphia arrest. But for them to say, listen, this is what we want out of $1 each. You can't even buy a freaking cup of coffee at Starbucks for $1. So it's the principle of the thing. And $200,000 for a grant to go to help inner city Philadelphia young entrepreneurs. Skippy applaud that. 
Well, there you go. There you go. Good news. Well, there you go. Well, Well, we have special guests coming in on the next segment, right? We hopefully do, yes. Hopefully do. Who's coming in, do you know? Yes, uh, and I'm going to do this from memory. Lori Hefferer with Spring Art League. Yeah, she's looking around. I just Con- heard Conroe her name. Conroe Art League, dude. Con- yeah, what did I say? You said you said not Conroe Art League. Did I say someone else? Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm so happy saying Hefferer. You silly goose. Uh, I'll con- I, did I say Spring? Yes, you did. Oh, my goodness. But I wasn't going to keep repeating Conroe, your mistake. <laughs> Conroe Art League. Talk about their, their elephant trunk show. But, uh... Elephant trunk show? That's got to be what that is. No. I think you we'll lied find to me out. Earlier. We'll find out more here in the next lies. segment. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star, folks. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. we still got a long ways to go and more guests, but we do have a special guest coming up next, so stick around for that. We are brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Thank you so much for those guys for supporting the radio station and the morning show. Stick around. we got some special guests. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. Leave it all up to me. I'll show you what it's all about. You don't have to be rich. All right, welcome back. Yeah, you like that? Skippy's vindicated because we got two ladies in the studio now. And the second Tom Jones started singing, they, uh, yeah, they started getting jiggy with it. And horrible, horrible. <laughs> welcome back to Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. We are the morning radio show here every weekday morning from 9 to 11. We got a special guest in the studio. We got Lori back in from the Conroe Art League talking about the trunk show. And of course, the mother hen, Tina. Hey, it's good to be back here. Yeah. Oh Woo-hoo. my gosh, I love being here. And I'm so excited. I'm at the gallery now. Cool. Yes. She's our docent coordinator and she is awesome. Well, this lady right here nominated. Okay, please. Oh, you know. <laughs> Let's talk about the trunk Let's show. Let's talk about the trunk yeah, show. So, the mutual admiration society. Once a, once a year, right, this trunk <laughs> yeah. show comes around? This is going to be an annual show once okay. a year. Because so. I was there two years ago. Yes. So it has, it's been going on for a little while. Well, now we started an annual, and it's okay. a little bit more than just jewelry. It's going to be functional art, wearable art, Whoa. and jewelry. So What's, it is way cool. So when you say, like, functional art, you mean, like, toilets? No, like no, a, no, no, no. the no, bracelet no. that turns into a Swiss Army knife for a garrote? No, we've got like some handmade ceramics, some uh, chicken roasters, some incredible uh, one of a kind. Wait, pieces. what? Chicken roasters? Yeah, like beer can chicken, except this is like classy. Very, very nice. What's not classy about beer can, can chicken? chicken? Well, nothing. Nothing. Okay, she has to dig herself out of this hole. So, okay, you got to explain to me, Lori, and it's Hofferber, right? You can call me Hofferber. You can call you, me you Hofferber. You got to pronounce it for me. I'm you can just, call me Hofferber. I, just, I don't care. I'm calling call her Lori. Lori. Just okay. call me Lori. I'm singing with Lori here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Lori, Lori. Next, you got to pronounce the name of the gallery for me. No way. I can't do it. Okay. I think it's uh, 
Madelay. Well, so yeah, so, I said Madelay, but then a listener said Madelay, so. Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, tomato, tomato. Okay, so yeah, you say tomato, <laughs> I say tomato, uh, but it's on the corner. So you got to tell me what a trunk show is. I'm thinking elephants, but apparently not. No, we've got um, artists that put together some incredible handcrafted, um, we've got jewelry, we've got ceramics, we've got hand-painted silk scarves. Um, I mean, it's amazing. Some kimonos, some purses, some art that has been uh, reproduced. They're fine art onto candles, plates. We've got this one artist, Lois, that paints on porcelain that is to die for. There's another artist, Barbara Crystal. That's a toilet, right? Yeah, yeah, like a porcelain. I'm going to figure this out. I'm gonna, I'm he's, gonna, on the, he's on the wearable toilet thing. No, I'm on, I like the functional idea of what she's saying. I was, I was thinking, what is functional art? Functional art is things you can bidet. use. Things you can use, like um, bowls, things you can actually See, that's use. That's cool. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm about that because, yeah. to me, hanging things on the walls is just useless. Well, yeah, there's some stuff you'll really like. I'm just kidding. I don't really, want to really offend, like. I don't want to offend all no, the artists. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's why we're doing a whole new, new thing. Tina, what do you think? Oh, my gosh. It's incredible over there. I mean, you have artists and they're painting on porcelain, but we also have scarves, wearable art, jewelry. There is just so much paintings, of course. And these are all local, you know, right? That's what, yes. that's what Leo had yesterday. Oh, my gosh. Remember, she came, no, she came in yesterday. Not Leo, Theo. No, Leo is the coffee oh, shop. Leo, she Leo. stopped in yesterday, oh, yeah. and she yeah. goes, look what I got. Yeah. Right. And I was listening. I was like, why are we talking about this? And then it turns out she was over mm-hmm. at, the, totally at the show. And so she's like, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. And now I want to know who Theo is. Yeah, who's Theo? Theo. Oh, my gosh. She is, I can't pronounce her last name. It's like Zurich or something. It's like Lori. She, yeah. We get it. She designs and produces one-of-a-kind accessories and art pieces um, from, you know, repurposed uh, materials. And it's so amazing. She makes like these guys hats. They're funky. They're cool. Lady stuff. I mean, it's just cool. Um, I've already got a couple that I want to buy. So, and and we've got this other lady. Her name is Deborah. And it looks like her last name is Mailhot, but it's really Mayo. And she is just a phenomenal, phenomenal fused glass. She's got her own like studio. We've got some really incredible talent over there. One thing I liked about it, and I will, this is from a personal experience, and I do endorse the trunk show because that's where I bought my first piece of jewelry ever for my for Holly. And Holly, who is now my my uh, you know the, the per- Mrs. Dick to be the, the, per- the person who I see a lot. Uh, cool. no, I'm, just I'm not cool, cool. Her, but uh, <laughs> one thing I loved about it is there's so many options, and especially with it being Mother's Day coming up. It, don't let that be your only reason to go there because that's, I think, that, did you do it around the same time this year? That- well, this year we're, um, the show started yesterday and it's running until June 2nd and um, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, we're having an artist reception. So all the artists will be there. We've got light refreshments and drinks. I'm not sure if we're going to have any beer, but we will have some wine. And so please come enjoy um, and just hang out for a little bit. You can Come stop by any time between 5 and 8.30. And the um, the cool thing about the Conroe Art League, anything you buy, 20% goes to, um, you know, our student. Uh, we we promote so much in the gallery. We have outreach. We have, you have classes. We have classes. You, I mean, they're, the, the list is actually really extensive on the website. You just look up Conroe Art it League. It is, and they, it's amazing. If you go upstairs, that's where they do all the classes and stuff. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I've seen the staircase going up, but I have... Yeah, have you been there? I've been in downstairs, but okay. not upstairs. Well, you should see our courtyard. It's 
I, I cool. did. I went to a upstairs, fundraiser function. The up, courtyard was beautiful. Upstairs is amazing. I was and, hoping and y'all had Deborah, rooms. I wanted to rent a room. I was like, it'd be perfect. Like a no one, or no one knows I'm here. And yeah, the, like a cot in a. The only way I get out <laughs> is the Conroe Artley has to be open. Dick's little pied de terre. I locked myself out this morning in the courtyard, <laughs> and I'm calling Tina. I'm like, help! I'm locked out. You need to get one of those. If you're in an atrium, you need to get one of those Mission Impossible repelling things and just shimmy up. No, uh, upstairs we've got incredible um, classrooms. You oh, know, okay. Tables and TVs, and I mean, we've got some incredible. Um, instructors so during the trunk show which is like right now if i wanted to go to the connor art league y'all are having some you have most of the things for sale it's all out and so and saturday is the big reception where you actually get to meet the hands that crafted all the things yes sir and then uh what is there anything else going on at the art league right now is this like i'm talking about because y'all usually do monthly deals yes this month we are showing the um the spring judge show winners so all the art on the perimeter um, are the winners from the Spring Judge okay. Show. Nice. And not only are we had some students that were also in the show, so we've got some really cool pieces from uh, three or four uh, of the students, young kids, and it is cool, cool, cool. And we also have some um, things, three-dimensional pieces that are on our tables in the front windows. So that's kind of new for the gallery as well. Um, and during the summer, we're trying to confirm some dates for art camp for kids. So Great. We, we don't have what age levels would those be? Like birth to 18 or? Well, no, I mean, we have ongoing shows, but these, um, this is still in the works right now. We're mm-hmm. still trying to get it on the calendar and we're almost there. So I can't give any, any teasers out, um, <laughs> but, but keep it, looking on the mm-hmm. website and mm-hmm. call the uh, gallery because we will have um, a kids age specific mm-hmm. classes for right. our kiddos. Awesome. This sounds great. So, uh, you know, back in the 80s, I made a pair of earrings out of Coke bottle tops and some little rubber. Is that going to be, is this going to be an improvement over mine? Because um, I think I give myself tetanus putting them in. Yeah, you know, we're not really showing that kind of art, but cool. there is a place for that. Um, <laughs> but not in the Did gallery you say something right inappropriate? now. No. Okay. No, earrings, was- Coke bottle top. In the 80s, there's a thing where you take a Coke bottle top, you'd Turn them over. You'd put this this resin in the back, put it as an earring post, and you'd have little Coke bottle earrings. We and do have something like that by one of our artists. This is um, classy. It is classy. It's and, Coke. And she's it wasn't using, RC. Well, some people <laughs> use champagne cork tops to put that resin in, and it adds a little. Oh, the little top. I was about to say the corks. That'd be Not like those cork. guys with the big old holes in their ears at <laughs> Starbucks. You know, I wanted to also mention that you can come to the gallery and see the art. And you can enjoy the art and participate in joining the gallery. So you can bring in your art. But this month, like she said, we're doing the trunk show. But also we have remote hanging. And you don't necessarily have to come to the gallery to see all the art. And and Laurie knows more about the remote. Yeah, I uh, do. But I I wanted to say one last thing about the trunk show, Mm -hmm. um, Tina. Don't be intimidated just because it's a gallery. Um, Right. The prices start at $10 and go all the way up. I think the most expensive piece, which is to die for, is about $350, maybe more. I don't know. There's one artist that her stuff is in New York. So we have got some class, class stuff. And you'll, yes. and, and, but you know what? It doesn't matter what the price point is. It's all handmade. And if it suits you, it's all good. If you don't see a price, flip it over because it's there. Don't be afraid. Just, and you want to try anything on, we encourage that. 
Well, it sounds like very accessible art. Yes. Yes. And and that's, I think that's a big draw on that. Does the gallery itself have particular set hours uh, during the week and weekends? We sure do. We're open Tuesday through Saturday. And um, where are the times? I I know we open at 1030 Mm -hmm. until 530. And then if there's something going on at the Crichton, we'll stay open until 830. And sometimes on Friday and Saturday, we'll stay open until 830 anyway. Hey, just let you know things are happening at the Owen. Uh, we exactly. can send them over to you too. So exactly. I'm that out Thank there. you. Just Thank saying. you. I will Thank let you. the listeners know that they, they do have a website. It's called ConroeArtLeague.com. It's one word, ConroeArtLeague.com. And it has pretty much the hours, all the trunk show or spring trunk show and all that information there. And ladies, thank you so much for coming in and talking about this. And well, thank you. Good luck on on Saturday. And that is a special invitation to those who are listening to come check out the artists who craft all these pieces. And you get to meet them. And then you can go right now to actually go buy something. And uh, what time are, what time is the reception for all that good stuff on Saturday? It's 530, I believe. Yes, 530 to 8. And they'll kick you out. They have to, right? Well, yeah, and just go across the street or next door and, and continue the party there and everybody show off the uh, things they bought. That's right. And then they uh, have plenty of time to get over and watch Kiss Me Kate. And don't forget about the... Um... And get loud jewelry so when you go walk into Kiss Me Kate and you move around during the play, you'll be like, got it, Conor Jingle, Hartley. jingle, jingle, jingle. Trunk show. <laughs> well, what I like to do after a show at the gallery is to stop by Conroe Coffee and have that um, homemade ice cream with waffle Oh, my gosh. After running around in the gallery, I can handle it. So good. All right. Nice. Special thank you to Laurie and the artist. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for bringing some class and culture. It got got me engaged, her art. Sure did. Because I have taste, apparently. Okay, Laura, watch out, because if it all falls apart, you, it was your fault. Your ring did it. Where's that Theo guy, girl? (laughs) Who is Where is she? Theo. She. You're listening to Maureen's Lone Star. I are LoneStar.com, folks. Thanks for checking us out. We're going to take a quick break. Coming up next, we're going to do a Montgomery County Fair wrap-up, and it's going to be more than fair. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll be right back. You got a not top dirty, baby. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, Check out the Ticket Stub podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. Oh, 
All right, welcome back. Mornings with Lone Star. Special thanks to the Conroe Art League. Coming in, talking about the trunk show happening this Cinco de Mayo. I guess that's one thing you can do for Cinco de Mayo. Let's go check out the spring trunk show over at the Conroe Art League. Is it the Medley Building? No, please. Uh, we got Madeley? Yeah, we need to introduce Madeley? Nathan. Nathan's in the studio. Hi, no, Nathan. no, we have Dennis listening. He knows all about the correct pronunciations That's of right. Conroe Madeley? 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 They go way back to Conroe, especially way back in the oil field, Grangeland oil field. Almost every lease out there. I'm the glad you're here to correct Madeley. us. But we got Nathan Arzadi of uh, Montgomery County Lifestyle, and of course the Montgomery County Fair, 61st annual, just happened a couple weeks ago. I think they're still cleaning up from all the rain, <laughs> uh, but uh, from the cook-off. I know the station had a wonderful time out there, and uh, we look forward to next year, that's for sure. So, Nathan, now, you you were there all 10 days. Yes, sir. So what would you say overall a success, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and Todd Green said it best in one of his interviews um, with uh, Beth O'Brien, K-Star. And, um, it's one of those lesser radio stations. Yeah, one of those lesser radios. And he wanted to be with you, but anyway. Sure. Friday night was a, was a record. The first Friday night was a record gate. Really? The fear of rain, the fear of everything, Friday night was the was a record Well, you had good music. Gate. Good music, but one of the things that, that we talked about and, and me trying to be out there and about, and, and hopefully you guys might have, whether you were told it, uh, interviewed anybody, or just felt it, I think seven, 2017 was a tough year, and I think it's been several tough years economy-wise, but, of course, Harvey hitting us here. Yeah. I think people just wanted to get out and relax, and at $10 a person, $5 for a kid under 12, it's it's kind of affordable. Now, it gets expensive when you're buying food and and if you're buying beer and wine and, and some of the carnival rides, but just to in. get out. But just to get out in the bath, wouldn't that wouldn't that? Expensive? I had in the trunk of the car. That's what we did in the drive-ins <laughs> back in the seventies. But uh, Nathan, that's a great point because especially right now, something in order to open people's car doors to get them out there and their wallets to get them through the gate, and and it has to really be special. It needs to be a huge draw. It's not like you know an Avengers movie, and you know that's it. It's this is to get whole families coming out in record numbers. And I was there briefly. Now I'd never encountered. Montgomery County Fair before I'd heard about it. I had got to admit city boy had in his brain. It was in half at best of what actually was there. It was astounding what I saw and experienced. And I want to say this real quick with you guys permission. I've got to give some kudos to Lone Star Community Radio from the top down from just Lone Star Community Radio, your family, your, 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 you know, grit and grace, some of your friends you got out there, you guys out there, Special Education Day Friday. People really enjoyed seeing you out there, even those that wouldn't come on air. Those that did come on air that I had to entice and beg. And then they sat down and, and they just rattled and went crazy. Nick they wouldn't Capano, leave. Nick Capano loved and, and appreciated. And Nick is one of the quote unquote old timers. He's invested time, sweat, blood, money for like 26, 27 years. So you guys being out there really meant a lot, and it meant a lot to people that just saw you out there, that 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 saw you a part of it. So I got to give a lot of credit to you guys. People really enjoyed it. It Why? validated some of their I'm efforts. It all made over them now. feel well. It made them feel that people are listening and watching the the, the adults trying to help the kids, and mm. the kids they love the shout outs. They love knowing that they're cared about, and that's pretty. That's community. Mm -hmm. That's community. So that's why I always say 
Lone Star Community Radio, you're part of the community. That's your ta- your tagline too. But you guys showed it. You guys showed it, and you got to have fun during the <laughs> during the cook off. Yeah, well, I mean, I, well, I love. I didn't eat anything. Well, that's because you had a bad attitude. <laughs> you had a bad attitude, but uh, you got the chicken. Next year, I'm going for the chicken because apparently everybody wants to judge the ribs. So there was the line was like three miles long for that one for judges. Well, you also showed up right when they opened the sign up. I you realize I wait till the end, like the pot, well, the last possible moment to sign up for chicken. All I can say is I'd have to wait between Jennifer Hightower, Laura Johnson, Lisa Musgrove, those strong hardcore ladies of the the judging tent. They thought he was pretty cool. I don't know what he did. I don't know if he was flirting. Well, Laura, if you're listening, Jennifer, if you're drunk. listening. You know, Lisa Musgrove, all your posse out there, if y'all are listening, was was yeah. he cute? What was the deal? They yeah, like call him. us 936-647-3776 and let us know what the heck you saw on Dick out there. Because, Well, they did my two, one of my two favorite things. They had food and they had beer. So I was like, <laughs> I can be, I'm can be. i a perfect little angel when I have those two. Yeah, yeah well, the only thing missing was remote control. You would have been in your personal heaven. I heard Saturday morning they had killer, 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 killer Bloody Marys, but I didn't have one. Did you have Sat- one? No. I had to pace myself. Yeah, <laughs> I screwed up last I, year. I'm learning. I'm learning that slowly in my my uh, little hair of the dog. My, my growth of, of of the spirit of Richard. I stuck with water until way late in the night. I had a beer. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny. Everyone was stuck with water uh, <laughs> later <laughs> yeah. in the night. That was a lot of fun, by the way. Uh, if, you, if you missed it, the 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 skies opened and the rains came down. And well, it, well what I loved about it was you could see, and this is something I think only if you were there you experienced with the cook-off teams because. Certain teams were at different levels, and so you could see, hey, come to our tent. And so, like, everybody came together under t- different tents, and people were hanging out. And I did, I, the rain doesn't really bother me. Thunder, though, that bothers me. Well, the lightning. I, the first time it hit, I took refuge in the Jumbotron truck because I was in charge of that. And I'm sitting there, and these two girls, I felt so bad. They're running by, and their feet just went out. And they just, one of them on her, on her stomach and one on her back just slid five feet in three-foot water, mud. And I looked at that, and I was just dying laughing. I said, that's wrong. But it's getting worse. So I went and hid in the tent. And it just, the wind was going crazy. The tent looked like it was going to go. So I went over to the to the arena for a while. And that was boring. So I went back to, to the Jumbotron. That was boring. So I went over, and I just relaxed at David Finley and Jason Weehot, their tent by Buckaloo, and just relaxed. And how just how long did you stay out there? Oh Lord, I don't think I left until midnight. Yesterday. Because the rain the rain didn't stop until <laughs> like what? I eventually got home, started to do some work on the computer and fell asleep. Yeah. Like that. Man, you gotta go get that checked out. That's how you sound. <laughs> yeah, they they got machines for that. <laughs> when, when you they got those little like band-aids that, you can put on your nose. Just man. saying. So I, I know there's a lot of people involved. I know a lot of money was raised, which was the entire point of the ten days. Mm-hmm. So when do they release the numbers yet? Or are they working on that? I know I mean it takes a lot of time to count those pennies. Well, they're so. working on that because you also have add-ons. Yeah. People yeah, could for have sure, done add-ons sure. up until last Friday. And then you got those punks who's like, yeah, I'll give you money. And then you got to track them down. Yeah, you know, those PBS uh, <laughs> fake people. Yeah, I want the tow bag. I'll donate $10 million. Well, that's what we're going to do. Uh, in the next couple of weeks, we'll get Erica and um, Fair Manager and Todd Green, the yeah, president up here. Because they want to give a lot of thanks. You know, it starts with, with the committee members. It starts with the people you met out there um, doing the judging the food. To the people that came and sat down and talked about the calf scramble. And I mean, it just, 
Everybody well, what branches they, out. My goal for next year's fair is as the radio stations, I want to promote the in-between days as much as possible because I know the first two days are kind of like the special everyone gets out at the fair, goes checks out the carnival, goes see some music. But then the next four or five days during the week, there's so many little things going on that impact so many people, but no one really the I wouldn't say the public doesn't know about it because they know the fair is going on, but it's more of you're you gotta entice the public to get involved. Cause Well, you entice them, but here's the interesting thing that that the fair is trying to get the message out and you might be that extra piece to the puzzle as the community builds up around it, is how many people don't realize that during the week they can come out there for free, bring the kids in the afternoon when they get out, out of school, and they can see the rabbits, the turkeys, the pigs, the goats, the sheep, and things of that nature, that some of these kids may never get a chance to see that. And what little five-year-old kid do you think wouldn't love to go, <gasps> you know, look at the goat, look at the sheep, look at the rabbit, and they don't have to spend $20 a person at the Houston Zoo plus parking. You know what I mean? And, and you get it, and I think a lot of the people, the, the 4-H families, the FFA families, I think a lot of, and, and of course the committee men and, and women, I think they would, it would mean so much to them to have somebody like Lone Star Community Radio out there broadcasting live maybe or doing a remote little quick update and yeah. things like that, and, and that's what you'll figure out. Well, the station is, the station probably by next year will have the capability of doing live YouTube out there, and we'll be able to do all of our full production. That was kind of a test over the weekend, and we and it succeeded. But now we're we're still trying to upgrade some stuff here in the studio, right? But outside that, I mean, it's it, next year the coverage of it could be a lot more because I know videos and next best best thing for a lot of people to consume something. But uh, yeah, we're definitely going to do our best next year. Well, I think a lot of people are in one location, but they'd love to see what's going on over here, or you know, like. The Ranch Rodeo. A lot of people love the Ranch Rodeo because it's just people like you and me, so to speak, that are out there working just as hard, doing just as much as, as a regular rodeo, so to speak, as far as, as, as um, getting in the dirt and, you know, um, trying to, to – well, what they do is they emulate stuff you would do on a real ranch. So a lot of people never see that. A lot of people, that's, that's a lost I don't want to say art. I guess it's an art, but it's it just, it's lost history. Mm -hmm. And then you've got somebody that would love to see the, the cult show, but they're over here with uh, maybe the goat show or something like that. <clears throat> and then the carnival and then the petting zoo. There's so much. I just, I think that you, you're right. I think Lone Star can bring more to the table next year. And you guys did a lot this year, but um, a lot of family feedback, dude. A lot of families really enjoyed it. Good. The youth rodeo. Did you guys get a chance to see any of that? No, I I had to stay at the the booths the whole entire time. But you're talking about during the week. Well, the first Friday, Saturday, yeah. Sunday, or some of the pictures or videos, stuff like that. That's huge. That is huge. Three hundred kids in three days do stick horse racing or um, mutton busting, things of that nature, mm -hmm. goat ribbon pulling. But six hundred kids didn't get to do it because that's how many people in this county want their kids to do it. Is this going to outgrow no the fairgrounds one day, do you think? Is this going to get as big as, you know, can be What's the, that? the fair? Just all the events on it? I don't know that it would outgrow it. Um, I mean, it's got to be a significant amount yeah. of growth. Because well, that place is huge. Because it looked, how they had it set up was so nicely done, but it looked like every square acreage was taken up. Well, at one point, I would say like every day it kind of shifts 
throughout the days, like where the events are being hosted, especially when they're showing. Like, because I always found it interesting, they showed the main animals over at the Lone Star Convention Center for the auctions and stuff. That's where the main showing is, right? Well, for the auction is Wednesday night. That's, that, that, that's, that's the, the junior big, non the junior livestock auction. Yeah, that's yeah. the big one. But that's the biggie. But they have it over at the convention center. I always thought that was really interesting because it's all indoors and like they bring the they have those. Huge back doors open, so they bring the calves right. or the whatever animals. And well, and they're loading them each. They're loading them at the mm -hmm. livestock barn and sending them over in waves. And then they're loading them back and taking them back. But it's because look at how many people. It was, it's, it's, that's how many people it took. And the barbecue cook-off, I sort of kind of, I had to take the long way to get back to the car uh, during the cook-off day because I showed up early in the morning, so I was able to park and go in a, like a back way. But walking there... It was closed off, so I had to, like, walk through. And there were more than a gross. There were, like, 145, <laughs> right? Of A gross is 144. Like, 145 teams this year. And so I got to see a significant number of them. It was just wall-to-wall. -wall. Uh, again, I think barbecue cook-off. I'm thinking some guy, you know, me grabbing my Weber or Weber off the patio and going, and, no, this was some hardcore. It takes a couple of semis to set this tent up with these cookers. It was a... a it really staggered this city boy. Well, it's cool. A lot of companies use this as a chance to thank their clients. Oh, yeah. Thank their customers. Thank their employees. And then a lot of the teams are just four, five, six uh, groups of guys and families and girls and stuff get together and say, let's do it. They pitch in the money. They become a major sponsor for $5,000. And that's all they want to do is just go out there and have some fun, but try to win. Well, if we can get someone to pay our $5,000, I think we should throw on a team next year. Yeah, you know, what, what we should do is just test the integrity of the competition, and we'll just go buy it from someplace and be <laughs> like, yeah, this is our entry. <laughs> That's why they tag your meat. That's what Jennifer Hightower oh, and her man. little posse. No, we're going to figure it Lauren, out. Lauren. Yeah. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. tag your sauce. meat. We're going to do them a favor and try to figure out the loopholes. We're those people. Yeah. Okay. That's how we, we roll. We've got to prevent those cheaters. <laughs> You're listening to Mornings of Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, slash MWLS, and, of course, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. You're listening to Mornings of Lone Star. We'll be right back. we got an hour left, so stick around. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension Programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. You just leave it all up to me. I'll show you what it's all about. Hello, welcome back. 10.03. Why do you always introduce the show like you're Miss Doubtfire? Hello. Because it's really creepy, dude. Is it creepy? No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm really going to do it. Welcome back. Welcome back to Mornings with Lone Star with the dulcet tones of Dick and Skippy. 10.03 in the morning, right, 75 right. degrees outside, a high of 86. 
Partly cloudy all day, with 1% chance of rain through tomorrow morning, where thunderstorms are expected to sweep through the area, with a high of 81 and a low of 63. Now back to Dick. All right. In the studio with us is Nathan Arizani, Montgomery County Lifestyle. And we were just talking about the fair, and they're going to have it next year. Yay! <laughs> but uh, 60, 62nd annual next yeah, year. Yeah, so it's going to be a big deal. And uh, so keep an eye out. They have, M- I think it's Montgomery County. So it's mcfa.org. Yep. Mm-hmm. So what I, the reason I'm telling you that the folks who are listening now that is if you have a kid, if you want to volunteer, now's the time to reach out to them because this thing takes almost a whole year to put together in certain elements. And of course it all comes together for 10 days. But if you want to get involved right now, now's the, ch- now's the time. Especially Only 350 days left till next year. Yeah. Next one. Is it close enough? I'll take it. <laughs> Nathan, but, uh, you seem to be Mr. Conroe here. What, what started that? What made you so into Conroe? Well, he's born here. Is that what are you like? Conroe born and bred? Nope. Born and raised in Houston. Okay. Well, I thought you were born here. No, I'm an idiot. See, that's why. I, that's why I ask the hard hitting questions. You know, it, it, that's a great question. I don't know. Um, I know that I moved from Florida in late 2013 to come back and to be near my parents. I saw them getting a little older. I saw the the age things, the health things, uh, different different situations where I felt like that they needed somebody to be nearby, uh, and I just felt called to be that and do that. Um, Got involved in the community. My dad, oh my God, I think the first month I was here, I decided to change my name to Elude Arizadi's son. Just Elude son. Because people go, Nathan Arizadi, are you any kin to that Elude fella? And I'm like, yes, as a matter of fact, that's my dad. That's a fine fella right there. I've known your daddy for a long time. If I had a dollar for every time I heard that, I'd be buying this block. He's known by everybody. So... Anyway, so he introduced me to a lot of people. Jim Gentry was kind of a mentor, and I went to work uh, helping out a nonprofit locally. Unfortunately, they weren't all that they seemed to be. Um, uncovered some things that I didn't really uh, think were proper. So I ventured out, and this one thing led to another. It's a long story, but one thing led to another, and I just got involved in the community. It, it is what I like to do. I like to, to volunteer. I like to promote good causes, good things, good people. And I saw a way to make money at it. Not enough, by the way, folks. I am looking for more clients and sponsors for the radio show that I'll be coming back doing again. Ooh. And um, But I saw an opportunity to promote the right thing, the right people, and I didn't see that being done. I saw a lot of it being done for business, which is good. we got to make money. But what I wanted my niche to be was to really be able to dive into it and to, to kind of put my heart and soul into it. And, and to well, you well, do that, that's for sure. It, it, it shows. And you, hey, the mayor's eyes, we're going to get That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, knew I, I don't do it like that. No, I knew of Nathan before I, I knew Nathan. Like that. I'm telling you, if I could take all your footage and make a little, like, <laughs> it'd be like, like who knows? Hey, hey, you know what? I'd love that. We I, could, like, auto tune you. I'm like, hey, 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 this I, is, this I, is my. Like, my, like my, what is that? What, what, holy Jesus, it's a fire type of thing. Boudreaux's going to be Nathan. Oh, That's okay. Mattress Mac did it. I'll take it. There oh, you go. Man. But no, I just as I was saying, I knew of you before I knew you, and it's like you're just tight in Conroe, and obviously your love for Conroe and Montgomery County is just. Yeah, you live right next we, to Leo now. So yeah, yeah. yeah she was telling us she ran into you. We still have community here, and and we're gonna lose it. It people need to understand 
they say, oh, I wish it was still a small town. Well, it, it's not going to stay a small town. Hello, wake up. So we got to keep, we gotta keep the wake community up. feeling going. And it's true. I, that's one thing that I'm really interested to see all this annexation talk and all this stuff with the city of Conroe and the growth because they're anticipating like 100,000 plus people in the next five years. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, so what does Connor look like? And they had a report last week. I think they did the first wave of presentation of downtown revitalization. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the official word was. Yeah, that, but that would be, but, be it. you know, it's – one of the biggest remarks was the opening eastbound 105 into downtown. Apparently a lot of people don't like it. I don't know. But, well, uh, you go from, you know, it gets significantly smaller lanes to well, and And if you're not paying attention to it, that's been brought up. Every year's brought up. I know, that's what I'm year. saying. That's the armpit. Like, and, like, and they've tried. But see, some of the businesses have and, and individuals have tried to buy some of those people out. And if market value, I'm going to throw out a number. Let's say market value for this building was $100,000. they are saying, give me a million and I'll do it. And so they're just. They're, well, you know, we can't do. They're being greedy in, in a lot of people's Just to let you opinion. know, I do have access to some rats. <laughs> so we could do a little bit of rat, rat infestation operation here. I'm just kidding. We're not going to do that. It'd be convenient in a couple of days that they have rats in their house, in their in their buildings. Okay. You have a hypothetical friend who has rats. Yeah, yeah. Hypoth- who could hypothetically? Oh, did, I did I tell you. The did I tell you? Okay, so, so I was telling you, Nathan. I was telling you, Holly has rats in her her old place, and she got into this big argument with her landlord and all this stuff. And I'm so, so I'm sitting there listening to it all, okay? And then I, I made the mistake. This is what I did. She got. She's really like, I can't believe she's treating us like. And I go, well, hey. Did you really see a rat? And she just looked at me with this like, "Are you, are you serious?" <laughs> oh, Dick. and uh, yeah, and because uh, like, because all this would be kind of funny if you the didn't wedding see that her. never was. <laughs> yeah, Dick. Dick. Okay, but For y'all that my don't young know, friend, he's recently to... engaged, and he's pushing the envelope. Oh, recently disengaged. <laughs> no, no, no. My but, young uh, friend off the air, your thrice divorced co-host well, one will thing, take you aside. Well, one thing I do know about her as a ca- her character, she treats some of the worst situations with children wounds and even their oh, oh CPS. Goodness. I was like, she's tough. She can handle it. She can handle my humor. But uh, <laughs> w- one thing that's important, what Nathan was saying is like, I, I'm trying to envision Conroe and Montgomery County in this whole area of people doing so. Like, so instead of being a county where people, oh, we're only 30 minutes from Houston. You know, a lot of people do that when they like advertise you know, 30 they, minutes from Houston is what and they like, say. Like, that's yeah. what usually what most people say. And I'm like, you know, one day it's, they're never going to say that again. And you say, you know, like what I tell people who are like some of my friends who are interested in moving out here. I was like, the one thing I love about Montgomery County is it has a taste of what culture you're used to of everything. So because mm-hmm. a lot of my friends, you know, either went to like uh, they either have a brother who has a horse or something like we have that here. But then we also have the city type atmosphere with the woodlands and some parts of Conroe. And then I and then you had the laid back feeling of like Galveston and things like that over by the lake. So if you want to do mm-hmm. a staycation kind of thing, like oh, it's just relaxed by some water. Absolutely, boom, you can do that. And then if you really want to be out and alone in places, you got over eastbound like Cut and Shoot and New Caney. Like those are really neat areas over towards the fifty nine area over there. And then of course over you can Montgomery, go north toward Huntsville. The north towards I mean like and that's I they'd be great instead of saying you know forty minute three minutes from Houston it says. You know, thirty minutes from Sam Houston Park or something like National Park. They'll be saying Houston's thirty minutes from us. Sam Houston National, Sam Houston State Park, and uh, Sam Houston National Forest, Huntsville State Park. Yeah. Hey, and one thing I want to throw in real quick while we're talking about community, I want to give you a quick example of where we have to be careful not to lose community, and that's again Lone Star Community Radio, guys. 
That's why I, I hit that so hard. That's in your name. And K-Star's great. Love, love Amato. Love, you know, Lisa Christie and Beth O'Brien. And they do what they do, and they play great music. And they're a great radio station, but they don't have the talk shows that you have. They don't have the little community. They don't have that. I got to give a quick shout-out to a very good friend of mine who went to high school, Vicki Ruiz. Perfect example. Vicki lost her husband last year. The love of her life, Vicki lost her husband last year in a just a traumatic situation. And one of the things that keeps her going is she in a group, and I don't know what 4-H group it is. I, I don't know the name to throw it out there. But they immerse themselves, and she immerses herself with those kids that are learning to show rabbits and goats and pigs. And they help raise money to then have buyer's clubs to help try to buy those animals, or they network to try to get people to help buy those animals. So by people coming out to the fair, by the sponsors and the donors donating money to be a sponsor, the barbecue teams, you coming out there and doing a radio show and bringing five more families in, just your voice bring in five families. You bring in money and revenue that people like her see the fruits of their labor and it helps their lives just a little better. And I know that sounds really Pollyanna, but think about it. That's one lady whose life has been torn apart, but because of the fair and the kids, it brings some normalcy and some sense of, of, of purpose. That's community. That's, and there's, if there's that story, you know there's a hundred other stories. And that goes with everything. That goes with all the events you guys you guys do, you know? Fearless Boxing, a big boxing thing coming out in June. It's Guns and Hoses, Battle of the Badges type of thing. Where are they hosting that? It's going to be out at the KOA. Uh, KOA. Okay. I, I get to be the MC I, I again go, if they'll have I me. I want to go to that. Yeah, we had fun the other day. How many fights day. are they going to have, do you know? Is, is there any details on it? Because I know June's kind of far away. You can away. go to Fearless Boxing on the Facebook page, and there's some basic details. Yeah. But when like I get back year, from Atlanta, we're going to bring some of the boxers on the radio. Last year they had like what fifty fights? Not fifty fights. 25, 26. Twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, twenty. Yeah. Well, we had we had one in November here at here at the new location mm -hmm. by the uh, bingo. They has bingo. And then we've had two out at the KOA campground. Yeah, man. KOA is a wonderful host, but twenty six fights down there, and it's cool because it some ranged, of these kids are never going to go professional. The ages. Yeah. Wow. Oh, you'll get little eight year olds out there because you got to be eight. I, I think eight. Kick my butt. Well, but some of these kids don't ever want to try to go professional. They just want to learn the sport, the discipline. Mm -hmm. And then some of these kids, their dream is to be Roy Harris. Their dream is to be that guy on the side of the building over there that fought for the heavyweight title out of Cut and Shoot, Texas. Cool. And almost won. Didn't win, but almost won. Came in second. Yeah, he came in second. And there's, you know, there's so much other things. You know, uh, Josh Ward's Tonk Fest, that's a local boy. That's a local boy. You know, let's talk about that when we come back. Can yeah. you stick around? Yeah. All right, cool. It is 1014. We're going to take a quick sponsored break. Say thank you to Connor Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. All that kind of stuff. We're just hanging out with Nathan Arizotti, Montgomery County Lifestyle. We'll be right back. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. You don't have to be rich to be my girl. You 
to Mornings with Lone Star, sponsored by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep. Your Office. mom. Sponsored by your mama. <laughs> That's right. We are back. You got Dick Skippy in the studio. And looking across from me, Nathan Arizani. <laughs> is that who it is? I don't know him. Orderly Holmes. Hola. All right. Well, you know, we were last talking about uh, this weekend. We have so many events. How many are there? I One, two, three, four. I got four in my mind. But okay. we were talking about the fourth one, which is Josh Ward Local B- Country Band, who I would say is relatively one of the bigger ones out of Montgomery County and then also down here in this area of Texas. You're not going to rest until you turn me into a Josh Ward fan, are you? Is that because oh, that, that's your guy you're always telling me about that? I that's need to Jake Ward. To. Jake Ward. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jake Ward. They're the same in my book. Okay. Somewhat. I think. I mean, Jake's a little bit. They're not like twins, are they? Josh no, and Jake? No. Okay. But Josh is doing a CD release party at the Montgomery County Fairgrounds this weekend on Saturday, I believe. Right, Nathan? Saturday. It starts at 5 p.m. Music starts at 6 p.m. There's $20 pre sale tickets, $25 at the gate. And it's an incredible value for a lot of reasons. Jake. Worthington, Jared Birmingham will be there, and Josh Ward, a big CD release. And even though rain is forecast, it's underneath the barn, the livestock arena. You won't get rained on. Now, I, okay, this is a stupid question, but do you get a CD? Or is that additional you purchase? You probably got an additional purchase. I'm just curious. That's a good question. Hey, Josh, or if <laughs> your wife, if you're listening, we want to know. And if you're not listening, you should be. I'm going to tag him right now. There you go. Well, yeah, that's the fourth event. That sounds like a great event coming up. So that's happening this weekend, I think. Where do you get tickets, you know, Nathan? Well, um, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. you go to Facebook, Uh-oh. type in Tonkfest. You know what? I just shared the 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 thing to you, so you can share it on uh, Lone Star Community oh. Radio. Oh, man. I You're going to make, do something. Do, yeah, make Dick do some work now. we got to get some more Conroe Coffee. OuthouseTickets.com. OuthouseTickets.com. And you can get Josh Ward's Tonkfest. I'll share it through Montgomery County Lifestyle, my page, and then Lone Star Community Radio Facebook page will share it. And uh, his wife, Heather, is incredible. If she's listening, call into these guys. Get Josh on here tomorrow morning real quick if you can, if they have, got, have openings or something like that, or get him to call into these guys and talk about it. Yeah, I guess we I mean, <laughs> you might You might let him call in. <laughs> you might find a song at two or his. You can dig deep. But it. here's what's cool, guys. So you've got the Tonk Fest. That's community, right? Yeah. And you guys are talking about it. Fearless Boxing, it's firemen and medics versus policemen. So that's fun and funny, and that's bringing them together. And that's the money raised goes to help kids right here in the inner city of Conroe and stuff like that. That's community. Mm-hmm. The Fair and Rodeo, talking about my friend Vicky and the girls that you met, the Hightowers, the Laura Johnsons and all them. They really enjoy that. They're, a lot of them are so sad that that's over. That's community. That's scholarships for kids. Over 50, 50 scholarships for kids. $2,500, $3,000. What else? What else? There's so much. Sounds of Texas Music Series. June 9th. B.J. Thomas. Raindrops keep falling on my head. I know that. That helps the Friends of Conroe garner money for scholarships. That's community. That's right outside your place here. Mm-hmm. Going to have a street party as well. You guys just bring a lot to the table about community. But, Skippy, uh, that's why I love doing it, because I get we're a team. Mm-hmm. Family, a team and family. Yeah, it's it's like-minded people promoting the community. Mm-hmm. I'm we, just need a a theme, weird. we need a theme song behind this one now. We need some John <laughs> Philip Sousa stirring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
like the old Doc Savage movie. Remember those Doc Savage movies? Nope. With Ron Eli back no. in the seventies. I remember the name, but I don't remember the movie. Doc Savage, the Man of Bronze. Anyhow, they had a scene where he's giving the speech to his guys. We're gonna go forth and beat up the bad guys. And behind him, you hear John Philip Sousa music start playing, and <laughs> and then the I'm guys are up and cheering on the stage with a big flag behind. Oh, him. you have that one too. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Well, I know like, we're talking about the first Thursday concert series tonight, yep. and it's free for those at Heritage Place, and the Farmer's Market opens up right before it in the same place at 4 p.m. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to be go checking that out. Cool. I, and... I, I will say that tonight, even though uh, Kiss Me Kate opens tomorrow, uh, they yeah, are I'm opening actually... the doors this evening to some people for like a command performance. What's a command performance? It's uh, like kind of off the books. Uh, there will be about 70 high school students who apparently won some kind of a, a raffle or 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 prize to to come to the theater to watch it tonight. And so the doors are going to be open for people who uh, it's it's non-paying night. When you know, of course we'd prefer if you bought a ticket, but if you can't, or if you just want to see for all intents and purposes a final dress and see how the sausage is made during a, a show, uh, do come by tonight. The these uh, Owen Theater. But if you want to buy tickets like like real people who want to support local theater, go to owentheater.com and get yourself some tickets. They're already starting to go. I'm keeping tabs on ticket sales, and people are going to come. Are you going to come to anything to see it? I can't. No, not tonight. It runs for four weekends. Well, you know what? I'm going out of town for 10 days, so maybe I can toward the end. Oh, he's, it, he's already telling you now. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, a, week, good, no, I'm a translator. Weekend. I'm a translator. Maybe you know when you get back, I'm qualified. Maybe I I'll be back on ticket. the 15th. Usually I thought it only ran two weekends. No, 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 no. We I'm got gonna, four. It, would you be okay if I sent my iPad robot? Absolutely. I think it would be awesome. Yeah, my Segway iPad robot. Mm -hmm. I still need to talk to you later because I want to bring a, I want to bring a musical here to town. Okay. It was a musical I was a part of in, in, in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. In prison? Uh, yeah, that too. <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> it's been expunged. Yeah, I did not have a sweetheart. There was another in, in Nathan Arizade with two with E's the same with the same e. with the same social security number. Yeah. But by the way, Vicky Ruiz just messaged me. They are Outback 4H. We have to give proper credit to the kids of the Outback 4H. Outback 4H. Outback 4H. Props 4H. to you kids. Hey, uh, I know we're kind of <laughs> swapping back and forth, but for the uh, the concert that's happening tonight. Uh, yeah. Do they have chairs Local there? Local band, too. Yeah, do they have chairs? Is there places to sit? No, you I, bring I call a blanket? it, uh, you ever been to Heritage Place? Yeah, I don't know if they put out chairs. No, for... no, it, imagine it like the green. Uh, like the pavilion. I, I call it the mini pavilion mm -hmm. over there, and it's just as a hill. Bring a lawn chair bring a lawn chair. Yeah. And I think, oh, I don't want to say anything else, because they kind of switch it every year, like if you can bring coolers, if you can bring sandwiches. I do know there's going to be food trucks and stuff. So if you're hungry, and I know there's zero alcohol allowed. Hey, since it's free to go there. Don't they, buy, don't they sell beer there? They might. But since it's free to go, people leave your coolers at home. I know you want to save money, but don't pack sandwiches. Take, you know, take a chance on the food trucks that are out there and uh, come enjoy it. Well, That'll what's really important about this, uh, this joint effort with the farmer's market and the concert is the more people come, the better it gets next year because that's how the city puts money towards these events gauges on the civilian us the citizens involvement so the more people come out the better it is for next year and then especially they offer more things every year if it gets better and better and better and better so because i know i'm excited about uh, i like full family revival a lot so they're really good and usually their tickets cost 20 bucks minimum yeah yeah so you're getting a free concert to see them right so i'm excited about that so that's why i've uh, had a lot of friends post 
lately on the on the Thursday night concerts. I've had a lot of friends posting that they've been there, posting some live shots that last year didn't go. It's it's picking up steam. Yeah, it should. Well, up steam. Yeah, because they moved the farmers market from downtown right. here over to there, and it's only like what two two and a half blocks. Well, that's away. a long ways for some people. Well, uh, Dick, Nathan, and I. Well, I won't be there, but Dick Nathan will be there to push you, uh, you know, give you wagon lifts. One of our listeners has let us know that Corner Pub sells beer and wine there, it seems. <laughs> okay, so somebody took the license down there and did someone's it. Someone's doing it. Okay. Good on you. Because I can't go anywhere without beer. This is true. You th- you think we do this show sober in the mornings? You are out oh, of your mind. So gross. Are we on TV? Because nah. I can open up that top and show people what's in there. It's lemonade. Shut up. <laughs> you ever had lemonade with beer? I have not. Is that what that hard lemonade is I keep hearing about yeah, on the TV? Well, I think it's, I mean, it's still alcohol. But uh, I went to a German deal, and apparently a Bavaria-style summer lager kind of thing, and they use, they they mix it. Interesting. Lemonade and, like, light, light beer. Well, there's Germans for you. What can I say? <laughs> it was really weird. Basically, with Germany, it's like beer and, you know, Ovaltine, beer and carrot juice. Just You know, as long as it's beer-related. Beer and oatmeal? Beer, beer, yeah, beer on your Cheerios. <laughs> Well, Nathan, I appreciate you coming out. Hey, I appreciate you on. having us. I appreciate you having us. And I meant what I said. On behalf of the Montgomery County Fair Association, so many of the, the volunteers, the committee men and women, and, and the kids, they enjoyed you out there. And quite honestly, you got you to gotta step it up next year because you're light. And so the fair, and, and you know, I know that Erica will probably want to talk to you guys more too, but you guys were liked. You guys bring a service that's wanted and needed. And let's blow it up next year, man. We're there. Well, it's the same weekend, right? Is it always the same weekend? No, different date. They, it was moved. It was moved further back this year because of the star testing. I'm supposed to have the dates. I've got them written down at home. I don't have them now, but the dates are already announced. Well, mcfa.org. Yeah, absolutely. Simple as that. Absolutely. But again, thank you so much for coming in. Montgomery County Lifestyles on Facebook. Follow him. He promotes events. He promotes people, businesses, campaigns, all that kind of stuff. Nathan Arizadi, Montgomery County Lifestyle. We're going to take a quick sponsored break here on Morning's Lone Star. We'll be right back. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question get seen on tv or youtube and heard on our podcast fm and internet radio sponsor your local radio station with lone star community radio I know how to 
past me. And it is 10.30 straight down here yeah. at Morning's Lone yeah. Star with Dick and Skippy. You know what we forgot to talk about? It's voting is this Saturday. Can you believe we forget these things? We See, you didn't have to say we forgot. You could say we were building up to it. Oh, that's right. May 5th, folks, you can vote at Conroe Tower. You must vote. And you must vote you for city vote. council. I think there's three positions available. And uh, it's important for those who live in Conroe or registered in Conroe to vote. Come on, folks. It's like... We had a Nicole on who was the wife of Jody Joukowsky, and he's running for one of the positions. And she was saying that she's kind of disappointed with the turnout. Right. Well, here's the thing. But then again, you're voting four times in like a span of, you know. Unfortunately, that's what it is. You can't have voter burnout. Now, uh, Conroe has an official census population from 2016 of 82,286. Dick, do you know how many people have actually shown up to vote? How? Out of that 82,000. Now, that, of course, of the 82,000, not everyone is. Oh, you know, so now you're doing fake news strategies here. But out of 82,000 people, let's say. How about this? We tell people we're the fake news, but you're the fake part and I'm the news part. There you go. We're fake. We're news. We're <laughs> fake news. Uh, 800 people have voted. Jeez. So that's 1% of the population. Now, of course, it's not the whole population it's, it's, uh, because. Children, stuff like that. And all those undocumented workers that are everywhere. Yeah. Those Canadians. Darn them. Darn them. But anyhow. those Californians. It's a 1% turnout of anything. And I don't care, you know, how many. Hey, at least somebody turned out. Let's be real. Well, true. And, but hopefully next year we get a little bit more. I'm telling you, they really, I don't see why. I mean, I get national elections are a huge deal for security, but like local elections, why don't we test out the voting online kind of stuff? Like, just try it out. Try something out to get people to vote because clearly 1% is not – I mean, I just don't know. Maybe Or we could just blame on the candidates, and they're just not very good at motivating people. Well, now, that actually is a kind of a good point is that if – same thing like putting on a, on a show. If no one's buying tickets, that's a referendum. Maybe that's a strategy. Well, I was saying that's a referendum on the theater or the show, you know, the show that's chosen or, or what the theater is doing to promote itself. If so, candidates, we're kind of throwing down the gauntlet. If you want to show up tomorrow, show up. If you want people to vote for you, let them know who you are. Because I heard Jody Jakowski. Uh, my presumption, Jody was a gal. Because Jody, you know, just is a typical, uh, you know, like Sean, there's Sean Young and Sean Penn, so it goes both ways. I don't even know. Now, I'm not a Conroe resident, so, you know, I didn't uh, look into the candidates on this. But seriously, if if only 800 people are showing up, part of that, I think, is on the candidates. If you don't mind me talking real quick, yeah. I agree with what you're saying, and it's it's probably too late because Saturday is the last day of voting. But you know what? Going forward, you've got a good point. Perfect example. So many people want to be on the air, beg to be on the air, or want to be a part of something, and then they say... Okay, um, and you give them a date, you give them a time. Oh, well, you know, I need to do, and then they start crawfishing. So you're exactly right. I think that they should be beating down your door to tell people why they should vote for them, but why they should vote in general. And explain the difference, like city council, explain the difference how we have it here versus, say, Houston, that a councilman that lives on the east side still has to worry about what's going on in the north, the south, and the west. We don't have individual precincts. The five city councilmen 
have to think about, worry about, and make decisions for the whole city of Conroe, not just an individual area. And a lot of people don't know that. And I think they should be beating down your door wanting to be on here every day telling their story and telling the story of, of why people should get involved. I, I, think it, I think it's a shame. I think shame on some of the candidates. No one in particular in this race. But, yeah, overall, any candidate for any position up to nationwide. At the very least, we're just making an observation that if you're bemoaning, and again, I'll put it back in theater terms, I can be as director for Kiss McCade. If I have 10 people showing up, I can go, oh, no one cares about the show, but it's on me. You didn't give them a reason to care. They need to be inspired to come. And much like we were talking earlier about the fair, people had to be inspired to schlep out there and and spend money. And they did. They were inspired. Golly knows I was inspired uh, for tr- truly. I mean, the fair won me over. I'm, I'm, I'm Montgomery County Fair all the way now. Uh, so may, may or may not be a little late, but candidates, usually we like to have a 24-hour you know turnaround time on guests. But, you know, I'm going to... Like, hope Dick doesn't throw something at me when I say this. If you show up tomorrow between 9 and 11, we'll get you on the air. It'll give you a chance to say your thing. That way you can't say, well, you know, I want to take that excuse away from why people aren't voting for you. Right. And people vote. I'd, I'd vote in Conroe elections if I could, but I'm a Woodlands boy, so I'll be voting in the Woodlands elections. Uh, but also the Montgomery County runoffs are happening in just a couple of weeks on the 22nd. And then, of course, we have... Uh, uh, I believe another round, especially if there are any runoffs, because that would be fun if there were even more runoffs. But then, of course, the big one is the general election in November. The people exercise your right to vote. Thank you very much. Well, there we go. Yeah, there we go. I can't believe we forgot that. So that was important for people to know that. Speaking of voting, I just looked this up real quick. 30 states have some form of online voting. Now, most of it's the electronic voting like what we have. But like, for instance, in Alaska, all voters can submit an absentee ballot online from their home computers. Okay. Uh, Missouri offers electronic ballots for members of the military. So it's there. They're, they're working out the bugs. Of course, the big thing is, well, it, you can get hacked at every Think about the election that's already we had. Not before it was hanging chads. Now it's Russia collusion. Anytime someone doesn't get their way, and this is both sides, um, it's got to be some kind of a fraud. Yeah. And so I have a feeling until there is a, you know, a way to just guarantee secure. Because, you know, we find out Yahoo will say, yes, 18 months ago, 40 million people were hacked and we're just now telling you about this. You know, we find out years, months or years after the fact. And, you know, they've been sitting on it. How would you like to do a presidential election? Someone wins. And then 10 years later, the election commission comes out, federal election commission. Oh, uh, we were hacked. uh, And so it should have been the other person. But, oh, well. So until there's some way to really ensure uh, that your vote won't get hacked, we got to go the old. I'm all for the paper ballot, to be honest. Uh, the old, old days. In fact, uh, the neighborhood I live in, I live in a part of the Woodlands. Well, actually, Springs, surrounded by the Woodlands, called Timberlake Timber Ridge. Uh, it's it's for the divorced dads. You know, it's cheaper houses. But we voted. One local election at the fire station is the volunteer fire station. We actually have volunteer fire department there. And it was paper ballots with the, with the lockbox. I love that. I haven't paper balloted in decades. And that was just the coolest thing. You know, you make your X on the box, you go down, fold the paper, throw it in there. And it was like, you know, probably 100 votes tops. For, it was probably for the local HOA board. But that was cool. 
And no one could say, well, there was a hanging Chad or there was, you know, Russia got involved or they hacked my account or it was this person or that person. It was Wisconsin, you know. <laughs> so uh, that, I don't know why I got off on the voting thing. But, yeah, so electronic voting is available, Dick. Why don't you uh, go check it out? Yeah. Do it. If you can do absentee voting online, there you go. I, just, I don't know why it's more available. Yeah, I, th I think it's because there's no way to to have enough people in their comfort zone to do it. I mean, if you have the iPhone 10, just do the face recognition. Well, now, with the iPhone 10, if I held up a picture of my face, would it I don't know. read the picture? I know they had issues with, like, twins, but that makes sense. Well, yeah, there's that. Can you imagine the day that they find two people with identical fingerprints? What that would do to just the legal community? Would that really happen? Well, I don't know, but if it, think about it, the, the whole predication of fingerprint technology is that no two people have the same fingerprints. And okay. so if you find someone, not only would that from that moment on negate that, that legal defense or attack, but also you could reopen every single case in history that was dependent on a fingerprint or and conviction. You can say or acquittal. Witch hunt. Yeah, I, I, man, you, it's going to have to happen someday. We have, what, 7 billion people on the planet. Sooner or later, they're going to find out that me and some guy in, you know, Bangladesh have the same fingerprint, and then I get to get off the hook. Allegedly. <laughs> We're going to take a break. Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. We're going to wrap it up after this segment. We got a lot of stuff going on here in Montgomery County, as you know. Get out and vote May 5th. And you also go check out Jake Ward, May 5th. And you also go to the Conroe Art League Spring Trunk Show, May 5th. Check out Kiss Me Kate, May 5th. There's a lot of stuff to do on Saturday. It's ridiculous. But we'll be right back with our last segment on Morning's Lone Star. Don't miss Lone Star Community Radio on TV and YouTube. Our talk show and music shows are featured on Our City TV, Suddenlink Channel 12, and have their own YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe to keep up with posted shows and comment on them below the video. Sorry, Skippy loves his Tom Jones. Really, I want to be Tom Jones when I grow up. The guy just knows how to rock it still. Check him out. If you don't know Tom Jones, what's new, Pussycat? That's the guy. Hey, he also did a cover of uh, Burning Down the House with some young Swedish rock group, but not ABBA, but you know some other one. Uh, that was really, really good. So, anyhow, that's my Tom Jones fan gushing. It is already 10.45. The show's almost over today. I am bummed. But after the show, we will go out into the heat where it's already 77 degrees and it's going to get up another 9 degrees to 86. But just kind of partly cloudy and cloudy all day. Tomorrow, some thunderstorms, Dick. Lightning and thunder and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. What are you going to do? I don't know yet. There's a lot of opportunities in a weekend. But right. let's, you know, we do want to let people know we'll wrap up today's show. Mm -hmm. Special thanks to the Conroe Art League, mm -hmm. right? Special thanks to our sponsors, Conroe Coffee. Conroe Coffee. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Yes. And then uh, if you didn't know, the, the trunk show, spring trunk show, ConroeArtLeague.com for more information happening this weekend. Actually, you can go today to the Conroe Art League on is it simonton is that that right i believe so but you can uh they're selling handmade and handcrafted all that good stuff of jewelry art functional art 
you know, all that good stuff. So, Lori, thank you so much for coming in and talking about that. And Tina, of course. And then uh, especially to Nathan talking about this year's Montgomery County Fair and Rodeo. Hopefully we're going to get a, like a stat update about how successful it was because it was. Yeah, it, it was amazing. Truly. I loved it. I want to find out how successful it was and how I can help contribute to the success next year yes and then uh don't forget josh ward local band is having their cd release party this weekend over at the montgomery county fairgrounds check that out on facebook just type in josh ward cd release party uh cinco de mayo is this weekend so please be safe don't drink and drive and all that kind of stuff kiss me kate opens on friday Good luck to you. Break a leg to you. Uh, Na- uh, I was calling Nathan there. <laughs> but uh, break a leg I to you and your, and your cast. Thank you. I will pass it on to them. Uh, and also in Montgomery, the Antique Festival, the annual Antique Festival is in Montgomery, uh, the city of Montgomery. So that's going to be a big deal. Uh, again, uh, another thing going on in Houston I forgot to tell people is I believe the Black Film Festival is happening. We had there, we had one of the uh, leaders of the festival as a guest on the ticket stub. A couple of weeks ago, check that out on YouTube to learn more about that event happening. I think it ends, it started yesterday, or it starts today, mm-hmm. and then it ends on Saturday. Uh, that's in Houston. Today, we have the first Thursday concert series coming back along with the first Thursday farmer's market happening over there at Heritage Place. Starts at 4 p.m. for the uh, for the farmer's market, and then, of course, Folk Family Revival and Travis Linville will be performing, I believe, around 7 o'clock. Um, what's going on? Oh, we also have the Taco Tequila Festival in Happy the Woodlands. Yeah, it's happening. There's also the Fiesta de Colores. Uh, it's a gala, so if you haven't got your tickets for Isn't it. Isn't that in spring? The Taco Festival? Are you sure that's in the Woodlands? Well, remember, the Woodlands is actually uh, an unannexed part of spring. Like, my l- legal address But it's in Old Woodlands. Town Spring. Is it Old Town Spring? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was uh, then. Well, yes, yeah, in spring. But it's close enough. You can't. The Woodlands can't claim that. No, they, city. they can't. That, that was Skippy uh, mixing spring and the Woodlands into one big happy family. But have you? Do you go to Old Town Spring at all? I love it. It's really got that Old, old love Town feel. It. Love, love it. it. They got a place there called Puffa Bellies. It's a you know you get like big honking chicken fried steak, but you, they serve everybody peanuts. You get to throw the shells on the floor. It's that kind of place. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go eat there. I think. I'm hungry now. Yeah, me too. Let's go. Let's go. Let's close down the show. Why well, we would we do ticket stuff? We got to. I got to do the ticket stuff. Man, man. Okay, man. I'll, I'll go eat and send pictures of it and post them. Post. The but pictures. we'll be back tomorrow. Let's not forget that we do have a special guest tomorrow. Did you know we have a special guest tomorrow? Already? Yeah, we're gonna have our folks over at the Cut and Shoot uh, Hog Spring Fling and Bike Show. He was here last year for it. We have John Walling in the studio, and they're talking about this Saturday, of course, from ten to three. They're doing the fundraiser. And this is a new one, so hopefully we'll have John, and he'll be talking about Harley Davidson. He's part of the uh, chapter in Great shoot, guy, so great guy. We have him coming in, and if you want to be a guest, we got some open slots. Maybe we can get some Josh Ward in the studio, give maybe a call in or something, talking about his CD re- release party. But uh, yeah, we got about five minutes. Do you just want to close the show early, or do you want to just kind of shoot shoot it? Like, what's going on worldwide? You got any cool news? Is, is Donald Trump still alive? He is, and uh, things... Uh, I have 150, I have 130,000 problems and Stormy Daniels ain't one of them. So, you know, Trump recently hired Rudy Giuliani to be his new attorney. Rudy Giuliani being the former New York mayor uh, who was mayor during 9-11 and was universally recognized as honorable, pit bull, no nonsense, don't mess with me kind of guy. Don't mess with me. 
But um, he's actually going around, and I think he's laying the groundwork for to get separate the fact from the fiction with Trump, and that means warts and all. And what has come out is that the $130,000 that Michael Cohen paid Stormy Daniels, yeah, that Trump reimbursed that $130,000 to Michael Cohen. Now, Trump is saying there's, it wasn't campaign money, that it was his money. But now Trump is saying, well, it wasn't to, hu to hush her up about an affair. It was to stop any false claims from coming out. It's, it's, I think the wheels are starting to wobble on this wagon. Uh, they haven't come off yet, but I think we're going to be getting some news over the next few days from Giuliani. Because this is Trump's own lawyer saying, yeah, my client repaid his lawyer $130,000 that went to this porn star. Now, Trump is still maintaining no affair, whether or not that's germane. That's up to each personal listener. But it's just funny that that when stories start to change or, well, I meant to say this, uh, interesting to keep an eye on. I love Rudy Giuliani personally. I think he's a heck of a guy. And I think he's going to, like I say, warts and all separate, because he's also calling on the Mueller investigation to end saying, you need to supply the presidency. Now you're threatening a subpoena. You need to supply the original memo that said what the scope of your investigation was because we believe you've gone beyond that scope. And if that memo is, you know, delivered like it should be, and we find out that Mueller's gone beyond his original scope, which I can pretty much guarantee he has, uh, it has to shut down the investigation. So how long is that going to take? Well, with Giuliani, that's what I'm saying. Giuliani's not a fan of, he's new. He's a New Yorker. Yeah. He's the one that got New York back on its feet. He's the one that when Saturday Night Live came back on the air after 9-11, cause you know, they went dark for like three or four weeks. Mm -hmm. And he just stood there with the whole cast behind him. He said, okay, can we be funny again? And that just set the tone for everything. It's like time to heal, move on. He was integral in helping New York and the nation recover after 9-11. He's a formidable force of nature. And it'll be interesting to see how he represents his clients. Because he will do it, I think, honestly and honorably, best he can, but with no holds barred. Okay. Well, there you go. There you go. Well, we're going to be shutting down today's show. Don't forget, we are on podcasts on iTunes, Google Play. So if you missed today's interviews and things, keep an eye out for IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. Today's shows, we got the Ticket Stub, and then we got Afternoons of the Lone Star with Rick the Reluctant Cowboy. And then, of course, we got the Reverend Julian Shea coming in. Yeah. So we got a full line of IRLoneStar.com for more information. If you're interested in having your own talk show, uh, please reach out to the station. We got to just visit us on IRLoneStar.com. What's up? Well, I just also thought, uh, you know, we're getting the Lone Star Radio Troop up and running again. It's been on hiatus for a while. We've got uh, a complete archive of our shows. I think starting on Sundays, we're going to start putting those in rotation. But we'll be having new radio dramas and comedies coming soon. The word will shortly go out for directors, voice actors, and writers to get their original pieces on the air, mixed in with some classic recreations. So keep checking Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, or go to Facebook and find the Lone Star Radio Troop for more information. There you go. Yeah. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio, folks. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow morning here on IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. And, of course, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Get out today, folks. First Thursday concert, free, free, free. Happening at Heritage Place along with the Farmer's Market. We'll see you tomorrow.
Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network, either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV in Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course, their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.